Wait, is this, Wait, is thing, this on? thing on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to start. Hi, this is Greg DiPietro. And Rosie DeCandia. And this is Nostalgic Tangents. We're back for another episode. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. I think we're in the perfect place, Hollywood, California, because <gasps> we're going to talk about what? The Oscars! The Oscars! Right. Hollywood! Hollywood! Yes, okay. So everybody's going to be talking about the winners and all that, but I think we should... Uh, I'd like to go back through history, look at some movies. You know what's really interesting in hindsight is to see the ones that won and the ones that they, they beat out. Right? I like that because it's usually the ones that were considered the losers are usually the better ones or even have a long-lasting cult following or have made it even like transcended decades versus the one that supposedly was such a great freaking movie that was like a one-hit wonder. I know. And the cool thing is to go back through time and just look at the trends, you know, like... There were certain times, um, I mean, lest anyone think I have this stuff in my memory, I'm referencing a website. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. So, um, you know, when you can scan through what won and what were the runner-ups over through the decades, it's interesting to see the trends, right? Like there were certain types of movies that were in the early 80s, then mm -hmm. like monster movies or horror movies or this or yes. that, right? Well, this is another thing. I did read an article. You just said monster movies. I was thinking of sci-fi movies. And I came across an article how, like, so many great sci-fi movies never even got the chance to be nominated. Like, The Matrix. Right. I mean, I do think The Matrix still holds up. It's got, like, cult oh They're God. doing another one, aren't they? Going to be doing the fourth one? Yeah, but, the, I mean, the first Matrix, in my... It was genius. Just pure genius. Completely agree. But I just think it's interesting that you just said horror and what have you. But, like, sci-fi movies, so many great ones. I think... I'm not, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of The Terminator. It just wasn't my thing. But I don't think that was nominated. And isn't no, Alien, that considered? Alien was nominated. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. Well, I let's think, look. Oh, I don't right. think it was because I think I read an article that it wasn't nominated. Oh, but we I thought it was. All right. Okay, let's see about this, my friends. Well, you know what I think is interesting, too, is I'm looking through these trends, right? Is yeah. that, you know, all the way back, I mean, it goes back to the 20s, right? I think, uh, the Oscars. Yeah. Were, right. But we don't want to go back that far. No, because we even, weren't alive then. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I when I was a kid, I watched older movies. So even, yes. so, I'm talking movies from like the '50s and '60s that I watched when I was a kid, right? Me too. Yes. So like one of them was on the waterfront, <gasps> and oh my god, right? Come on, genius! You know, I heard about it for so many years, and I was like, what is this on the waterfront? Now, mind you, it was filmed in Hoboken, New Jersey, where I was born. I didn't know that. Yes, my mother knew the little boy that played in the movie because my mom was an actor as a kid, not famous, but she was in acting school and stuff. And she always talked about them filming. My my aunt, her sister, would go and see them film because there's those famous cobblestones that's still there in right, Hoboken. Right, right, right. And my aunt was offset just watching Marlon Brando act. Yeah. So that, for Italian Americans and anybody who lived in Hoboken, was like on the waterfront. And then my father worked on the docks. Right. So... He was at Longshoreman. Yeah. So in my family, it was like, so I had never seen On the Waterfront. Oh, so good. But then when I saw it, oops. Just gritty and oh. real and just like, oh my God, it was so good. You were my brother. Right, You right, were supposed right. to protect me, right? Like, it's beautiful. It's but so here's, good. So here's what's interesting is that same year, 1954, okay. the Kane Mutiny was nominated and lost to... Now, the Kane Mutiny... Oh my God! You haven't. No, that was what a movie. That about? My father and I watched. It's based on a true story where, um, you know, the the the, the um, boat came. Yeah, the ship well, there came. was a mutiny. Yeah, on this ship, and it was, you know, it's very. It was just so 
like um what's the word like on edge like tension and it was oh it was so good and then seven brides for seven brothers the same (gasps) year i love that movie who doesn't love that movie russ tamblin yeah oh you're good i didn't know that and do you know russ tamblin's daughter no. Her name is Amber Tamblin, and she was in Joan of Arcadia. And in oh. the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, I think she might be in that, but Amber Tamblin, who's married to, I can't remember his name, but he, the dude from Arrested Development, that's also her husband. He's right. like 20 years older. I know, this is, there we go, the tangents, my friends. But, you know, but so, so the trend I see is like back then, and we'll move through this, we don't want to bore anyone with all the old stuff, but is that but generally through the years, uh, as opposed to recently, is there was usually like three or four yeah. or five amazing movies that any one of them would have earned the right and i'm telling you in hollywood i love you but there just hasn't been that well i can agree with you some years you're like come on this is some crap but let's be honest we don't want to put all of hollywood down but the problem is they're trying to bank on those big superhero movies so they keep pushing that out which is a trend and you know 10 years from now you'll look back and that won't be a trend anymore Hopefully not. I shouldn't say that. But, I mean, even now, there have been a couple of flops that have happened. They didn't expect Cats to flop, and it flopped. First of all, I've never seen Cats. Now, you're talking to a musical theater girl? I I grew up in musical theater. That is my background, people. Okay, I sing and I dance. I tap dance. All right, I can do a mean time step and a double time step, but I digress. (laughs) Point is, I never saw Cats. I don't want to ever see Cats, and I definitely don't need to see it on the fucking screen. And guess what? It flopped. It just got zilch, like zero percent. I then... didn't hear any of that, so that's news to me. But you know what's interesting? The first live performance I've ever seen in my whole oh, life? No. Cats in New York City <laughs> when I was a kid. And then you remember there was Did a Did you love it? I was a little kid. It was cool. The cats ran through the audience. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I was artistically looking at it, you know, but it was fun as a kid. But you know what else I saw right after that? You remember there was a Broadway show called Magic? And they would do all the magic tricks on stage. No. Oh my God! It was it was a big hit on Broadway for a while. Was it Henson? That Mark Henson? That was a famous magician with the long brown hair. I don't know, but I remember sitting in the front row and I could see all the strings and the tricks, and I was so upset. I was like, "This isn't magic." I was like, "That's not magic. That's some crappy theater. That was Broadway." Well, just an FYI, my first show was—I'm not gonna lie—was. Annie, the show and the role I never got. We're not going to talk about it right now, but I used to be up for the Broadway show. I have a very strong singing voice. But anyway, Annie, and then Dancing by Bob Fosse. That was another, I I saw that at 10 years old. That was phenomenal. I'm not the greatest of dancers, but like I said, I do a mean time step. But I digress. For anyone that hasn't listened to us yet, that is the sound of when either one of us needs to be reeled back in. We're talking about the Oscars for films, and we went right off on a Broadway thing. So, like, here's another example of what I, of the point I'm trying to make, okay. right? So, 1957, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Oops, you're going to ask, you're going to probably get mad at me. I oh never my God. saw it. Oh, I, that was, I mean, I could see that, but it was a huge hit back then. But the interesting thing is 12 Angry Men was that the I same see. year. That was incredible, right? That- that's see now I've seen that see listen I've heard of Bridge and Live Require but as a woman for me that's not my genre right. but Twelve Angry Men 
It is a classic really? movie. Oh my god! Like when you think a classic, that is a yeah. classic movie. So it did not win. So how see what transcended and what really hasn't? And and either one of those could have won. And Peyton Place, I don't really remember Peyton Place the movie. I remember the show. The TV show. Right. Um, and I kind of remember Witness for the Prosecution. All of these mm-hmm. were nominated in 1957. But Bridge on the River Choir, Twelve Angry Men, either one of them could have won. I would have been happy. Okay. And you know, I just lately it's just been. <laughs> But we know Dr. Doolittle, that movie with, uh, what's his face? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., Jr., yeah. Um, That just took another bath. And And that's that's amazing. Robert Downey Jr.'s Money in the Bank. I mean, has this this guy's never had a flop. Has he? But his career, I wish, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. This is a tangent. Robert Downey Jr., I know Iron Man, you're done with that. And now you're trying to do the fantastical stuff. But you are such a great actor. Why can't you bring back... I know they're not doing rom-coms. That's the problem. He would be great as a current, handsome guy who's in his 50s with a woman who's in her 50s and maybe do like a second time around. One of my favorite movies with him is called Chances Are. That was in the 80s with Sybil Shepard. Such a good movie. That was great. The point is this. Um, they're taking chances of doing too much CGI. And guess what? Keep it simple, people. Keep it simple. That's what they have to go back to. You know what else? You know who else I would give that same advice to? Like, I'm in a position to give anybody <laughs> some but, but, Hollywood star advice. But you know who I would like to see get back to their roots is Tom Cruise, believe it or not. I know. Some people don't see him as this deep actor. He's like this action hero. or the, I know, and even you're kind of giving the face. I am making the face, But sorry. let me tell you something. You look at the, even through the 80s here, the, the movies Man. he was in... Not only Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July was nominated in 1989. And what won that year? Driving Miss Daisy. Okay, now. Now, let me tell you something. Driving Miss Daisy was great. Yes. I loved it. Two incredible actors. But best movie? No. No, I agree with you. I'm going to, I'm going to, what else was Dead Poets Society was that year. That didn't... No. Wait, what year were you looking at? 1989. So you have My Left Foot, which was Daniel Day-Lewis's breakout movie. You never saw My Left Foot? That was Daniel Day-Lewis's He won his first Academy for that, right? I think the best actor. But the movie movie didn't get it. So you had My Left Foot, Field of Dreams, Dead Poets Society, Born on the Fourth of July, and Driving Miss Daisy Driving Miss Daisy shouldn't have won. No, I don't think so. I mean, the only movie I did not see out of that was My Left Foot, and... I should see it because as an actor, it's probably something I should see. But all the other movies, Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. It was great. It I mean, was I can great. watch. I mean, you can watch. You can watch all those movies over and over again. I think over even Driving Miss Daisy. It's a beautiful movie, but does it really warrant that? Right, 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 right. I know it's amazing now. And you, look, Tom Cruise had some run in the eighties. You're right. Nineteen eighty-eight, Rain Man. Right. Yes. And honestly, he was kind of. I mean, he he had established himself at that point, pretty yeah. much. But that was he was up next to Dustin Hoffman, and I'll tell you what, Dustin Hoffman was amazing I in that character. Him. Remember him? He was He's great. So good. But if you watch that movie again, I just rewatched it I like a year seen ago. It in he, a long time, Tom Cruise was really incredible. How he played off of Dustin Hoffman. That arrogant, kind of condescending, young—you know—he was brilliant. Actually, he was really, really. Was good. he like another Jerry Maguire though? Jerry Maguire was another kind of love, you know. But was rom-com. it kind of the same at like Paris? No, no. It was really heartfelt moments that were in. I thought he was brilliant. That I think the memory of what he was capable of in the '80s has gone. Like the, you know, the, he's just the action hero now. And but I'd that's like, where the money is. I know, but I'd love to see him get back to that that Rain Man, that Born on the Fourth of July, right? Vanilla Sky, 
you know? I liked Vanilla Sky. Yeah. I mean, I think what's probably want both of us going to make judgments, and as actors, perhaps we shouldn't. Um, but too bad. It's like, Hollywood, go back. Like, let's start touching people's lives again. People have lost connection because of technology, right? Yeah. And yeah. technology is beautiful, and the CGI can be fantastic. Avatar, I'm assuming that's CGI. Was that all CGI? Yeah, most of it, The yeah. beginning of, like, but that's there, the beginning But there was brand it. new technology in that. Okay, so... Listen, Avatar, beautiful movie, but what I'm saying is Hollywood now is so ensconced with CGI, it's freaking people out. That's why cats, people were like freaked out by the cats. They were like, these humans are in these cat bodies, they're freaking me out. Doolittle. So I don't know if it was a hundred million dollars. It's it's literally gotten panned. It's yeah. doing so it's it's gonna lose so much money. And the thing is See, this Where's, is the first I'm hearing about that, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. How oh, bad could it get, be? <laughs> no, it's terrible. Really? I don't want to see it because I'm not giving even my $6 at AMC on oh Tuesdays to it. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I love Downey, and I think he can do anything. He is too, I, Like but, you just but, said, I wish, but, I wish they'd both go the back. The point you're making is right on, right on target. I mean, the CGI is cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. I love... Give me a Terminator movie and all this crazy stuff. Right. I love it. But... You know, even Avatar, one of my favorite movies. It's like, it was shot. just a beautiful movie. But the plot and, yeah. and Sigourney, I love you, but you know, it just wasn't like, oh my God, blow me away acting or a plot. But it's right? beautiful to look at. Right, it's beautiful to look at, and it was just incredible technology ahead of its time. Do you know that was the first movie where the actors could actually see? They had this thing on their head with a little screen, and they could see the CGI of what. They, it was all green screen, but they could see the characters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there was, you know, he's always amazing. James Cameron. Oh, my God. Anything yeah. new. Aren't they doing Avatar 2? But that was like how many years later? I don't know. They should. It was, I, I thought they it. were. But, you know, that, that you know, uh, that, that acting, that, oh, The human connection. <sighs> don't you want to go? Listen, you talked about On the Waterfront. The reason it's such oh. a beautiful movie. Yeah, people might, some women might be like, well, isn't it about unionizing and stuff? There's more to it. The role of Marlon. Marlon Brando, his angst, his disappointment, his life, his relationship with the brother. There's a scene in the taxi. That's what I remember. They're in the back of a cab. And that was the iconic scene. It's two human beings just connecting. And you see the angst and the pain. And you're just like, what happened? Where have we gone? I know. And you know what was so brilliant about that? First of all, they they had to put a screen behind the window of the car because they couldn't get it right. Like there was stage you could see. So they, Uh. yeah, it was kind of weird. But... But what I loved about that scene where you're talking about I could have been a contender is his choice. Like what? He could have been angry. He could have been, I could have been a contender. 99 out of 100 actors are going to pick that choice. And he went this, he's sad. I'm actually crying. I love you. I could have been a kid. It was, oh my God, it was It honestly, oh my God, I really am crying. (laughs) It honestly, if you haven't seen On the Waterfront, do yourself a favor. It's beautifully, I mean, we talked about Brando during our Legends um, episode. I could even talk about him more in Apocalypse Now. I mean, I could go on. And oh, on. I know. You mentioned, oh, I mean, well, why don't you segue into Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now? Apocalypse Now did not win, but it was That's nominated. Because yeah. that is like, honestly, another one of my favorites, even though I've mentioned before I can't watch it again because of Kramer the Kramer versus Kramer won, 1979. I mean, t- that's, okay. Come on, come on. Listen, Kramer versus Kramer was great. The lawyers, they had to pin against each other. I love the tension. Right. Enjoyed the movie. But it's not the same. Apocalypse Now was, epic. was a masterpiece. I agree with you on that. Oh, my. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. Who else was in that category with them? What other movies? Did well, you Apocalypse check? Now, it was um, Kramer versus Kramer, all that jazz. Um, Norma Ray, which was really good. 
Oh, um, with Sally Field. Sally Field was brilliant in that. She gives the best Academy Award speech. Did you ever see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah she's good. You know what? I which know. one I'm talking about? Yeah. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. I love when I was a kid I remember watching Sally Fields as the the flying nun right do you remember that and and she was Gidget Gidget I remember all right here's something for you I loved Gidget though about 10 years ago I was channel serving I come across Gidget episode on who knows what network and I'm like oh my god there she is and she's being all Gidget and who do you see that had a that was a guest star like small little part Richard Dreyfuss I'm like, Richard Dreyfuss was on Gidget. <laughs> yeah. Another brilliant actor. Yeah. Oh, tired of what he's, I think he's coming back out. Richard, did he look, yeah. he just look like himself? Was he like someone that was courting her? Was he a geeky guy that was like I, Yeah, he was like her? a geeky dude, but it was a little small guest star role. And, you know, it turned out, I mean, Richard Dreyfuss, in my opinion, Jaws was his best work. But if you ever... Not Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It was great. But Jaws was his best work. And the runner up is Whose Life Is It Anyway? Did you ever see that? Whose life is it anyway? Oh my God. Richard Dreyfuss plays this guy who's got the life, everything he wants. He gets into a car accident and becomes a paraplegic. And he's fighting for his right to die. And the courts are arguing that you're not in the right state of mind to make that decision. And he's like, yes, I am. And it's this brilliant movie about him as a paraplegic fighting for his right to die. Yeah, isn't this interesting? I don't even know that movie, so I'm assuming it wasn't even up for an Academy Award. I don't know. We'd have to search it, but I don't think so. I don't that think so. That was brilliant work. That was his best work besides Jaws. I mean, if you think about it, so many people have started... Um, like TV shows. You ever okay. see Christopher Walken? He was, uh, you know, Christopher Walken. I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> he was in the TV shows. He used to be on the little crime dramas. Every I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, he had a little guest star. You role. know, he's a tap dancer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, apparently, he's like a certified chef too. He's supposed to be a brilliant cook. Yeah, Did chef. you ever see The Dead Zone with him? I you have, have but I can't play. I can't remember it. But oh my yes, god, I have he's seen the it. guy that gets. He has like a near death experience, or he's in a coma for like five years, oh. and he awakens. He awakens with the ability to touch people and see their past and future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my I god, I just watched it again. That. It's so good. Oh, no, a it's good a beautiful rewind. movie. All right, here, it's 1978, right? The Deer Hunter one. <gasps> okay, but, I do love the Deer Hunter. Oh my god, that was a what a cast. The Deer I mean, Hunter. For, speaking of Christopher Walken. De Niro. De Niro. Um, oh, my God. John, the one that died very young, Meryl Streep's ex-death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, John, John Cazale. Who the, you know he's been in every Academy yeah. Award for the movie. His he's short been career. in four movies, and every one of them won yes. an Academy Award. And who else? Um, who else was in that? Oh, my God. The Deer Hunter. Oh, that guy. I can't remember his name, but he know. was brilliant. But anyway, when they were doing the Russian roulette scene, oh, my. Mao! 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 Oh, brilliant, brilliant. All right, so All right, that year, 1978, Heaven Can Wait. Remember that? Yes, but was that an Academy Award? That was Academy Award nominated? And Coming Home, which was amazing. Coming that was Home with was Fonda, good. right? And Nolte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did the Deer Hunter, absolutely. I say yes. But Midnight Express, is that the one with the young man who gets caught with drugs on oh, him in Turkey? Oh, man. Dude. That was brilliant. I will That's never forget movie. that scene where his girlfriend... Uh, he was put her boobs up against the glass so he could see them. He was so desperate. I don't remember and that scene, but it's a sad. That movie's good. And it wasn't a sexual thing. No, it was no, just, it was just this like... poignant scene where he was so lonely and in this dirt prison, and she, 
she for him like right. show, oh my god Wait, was that based on a true story yeah yeah it was based on a true story you right. want to hear a little tangent when i when i was i got when i was in the navy i got stationed in yakuska japan the american navy base in yakuska japan the the week i showed up i met this guy on my ship and mm. that day i didn't even know him i met him once he was leaving the base with a little vial of pot I mean, like a little like thing of pot and got caught. Just randomly, they searched him. Went to jail, a Japanese long. prison. I left Japan two years later. They were still trying to get him out. From what I understand, like the Secretary of State called and tried to get him out. And Japan was like, no way. We're tired of these Americans. Because when you leave a United States military base, you've just crossed the border. That's international drug trafficking, basically. As soon as you leave the base, you're going from the United States to Japan. With a little, anyway, that Midnight Express is what. That was a life decision. He I didn't regrets. know the guy. I only met him once, but two years later, he was still in that jail. And let me tell you something: Japanese jails are not like ours. It ain't fun. Well, I wouldn't want to be in one of ours either. The well, only kind true. of jail you'd want to be in this country is the white collar crime one. <laughs> Those country club. I love it. He's going to he's going to spend the next ten years, and he was on fraud or tax evasion, and then as he goes somewhere where they play fucking golf, I don't wanna. I'm sorry. That's called privilege in its finest. Don't you okay? love the old mob movies when they all go to prison and and they're in there cooking sausage and. <laughs> Well, speaking of mob movies, Goodfellas didn't win. I know. What wait, year was wait, that? What year? Because Goodfellas, when I saw it didn't win, I was like, come on. And the movie that did win, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Goodfellas didn't win? That I is know. some bullshit. Oh, all right, 1990, Dances with Wolves won. Stop. I know. No. I know. Wait a second. No, don't even tell me. Now, Awakenings was good too, but... I mean, Wait, no. No, Come this on. is a travesty. Okay. The Godfather Part 3 shouldn't no. have even been nominated, That's actually. That's my travesty. Right. Wait. I love The Godfather 1 and 2. Absolutely. And that, oh, that's like in my top 10. But The Godfather 3 is, to me, I can't even consider it part of the, tri- there's not a trilogy to me. I can't even believe, and the fact that it was nominated just means they were It was so it weird to- that they left the New York and they went they were in Lake Tahoe or something it was just a whole different vibe it was so weird but I'll tell you what I'm glad they made the movie because that scene with John Cazale telling um, Pacino okay he's he's uh, he's he's finally opening up about his frustration and jealousy of Pacino his whole life because he was Pacino's older brother right and he was like I'm smart I'm smart. I can do things, Michael. You're you're gonna take care of me. I'm your older brother. Wait, but that's not in three. Oh, is that in three? No, three is Sofia Coppola as the daughter. He's got the son as an opera. Oh, that was the second one. That was the second one. Oh, that scene. Oh, that scene. That's when he's like, I'm smart. I agree. No, no, no. That scene. And you know what was even more amazing? I don't know if they directed him or if he chose, but he sat that whole scene while Pacino stood. He sat. (gasps) on this lawn chair or like a lounge chair like normally you'd get up and you'd be right in his face but he was so it was he was bit, oh. his spirit was broken he was in that moment he was brilliant I remember when he kissed him was the first one that he kisses him like I know it was you Fredo yeah yeah that was the one are you sure that's not three three is Al when did he older. die when did John Cazale die in two yeah he's gone he oh gets him God. shot at the end of two so it is two. Oh, I'm so confused <laughs> 
my god. Okay, let's just. Let's, All my Italian friends from Jersey are going right to kill now, me because I screwed up the guy. Right now, I, I might have to chop up body parts and put it in but the anyway, river. But anyway, that scene, no, no matter what. Godfather 3 had nothing good about it. Yeah, all right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's that true. should not have been up there. But I can't believe Dances with Wolves beat Goodfellas. Because let's be honest, it's how many years later and people know Goodfellas over Dances uh, with Wolves. And Ghosts, too, was Ghost nominated. Ghosts is a good movie. But I, like not, I mean, it was great. But, but not yeah. against Goodfellas, no. Yeah. And Awakenings, I agree. Does, I mean, Awakenings was great, too. That's what I'm saying. I don't see Ghosts in that round, too. Okay, so, so here's, here's, listen to 1991. <gasps> Silence of the Lambs won, and they beat Bugsy, and JFK, and Prince of Tides. Okay. You're going to hate me because I don't know how you feel about this, but Silence of the Lambs is in my top five movie. I've seen that it's movie. It's amazing. Okay, so for me... Oh, my God. Okay, you're saying that it should have won, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I didn't know if you were going to be like... Because, yeah, Bugsy? Never no, saw Bugsy. Bugsy was good. Eh, Bugsy wasn't. was good, but JFK but was still. okay. Prince of Tides I loved, but I don't think it's... I mean... Meh. Yeah, Silence, Silence of the, of the Lambs, Lambs definitely should. I will give that Beauty and the Beast, though. Not that it should have won. The fact that Beauty and the Beast... That was pretty good. That's one of my favorite <laughs> Disney cartoons. It's, it real, it's a beautiful one. It almost looks real when they do an aerial shot of her dancing with the Beast. People, pay attention. Watch it again. And they do an aerial shot of her dancing with the Beast. It actually looks like a real freaking movie. I know. So it's crazy. It's pretty amazing that it got in there. But yeah, Silence of the Lambs... Oh my god, I can watch. I'll watch that movie sometimes once a month because I just, I just, I don't even know how to explain it. Everything about that movie is all right. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was and the and killer it was based on a book. Uh, like um, what's his What's great. his name? Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. He was on Monk years later. You know, yeah. he was on Monk a few years ago. Uh, he is the cre- his performance. I'm actually surprised he wasn't even like a best supporting actor. His performance in that movie yeah. when he's dancing in front of uh, and he's dancing and he's like, "I'd fuck me, would you fuck?" I mean, he's just and the dog precious and precious. oh my god, oh my god, yeah, yeah. oh my god, such a good movie. Oh All my right, god, so look here, yes. Tom Cruise movie again, 1992, A Few Good Men. Oh, that's a good. movie. That was a great movie and I'm, Howard's End, right? I never now, saw that. Oh. God, you gotta watch Howard's End and Scent of a Woman. Pacino again, not Never my favorite Pacino it. movie. It it was cool. People love that movie. Well, it, he it was so unusual. The blind guy and he, oh. you know he's like, but with the young kid, his nephew or whatever it was. I mean, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but Unforgiven won that. The Western. I never saw it. I have no interest in it. And The it. Crying Game. Do you I remember? liked The Crying Game. Oh my God, it was great. So yeah, I can see that it's The Crying... I would have either... I mean, the movies I did see, those two, Few Good Men and The Crying Game. The Crying Game was was really... Stephen Ray, really great acting in that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah and what's I don't his name uh, with the eye... Oh my God. <laughs> with the eye, Forrest yeah, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Who's also a great director. Uh, what, oh, what has he directed? I didn't know. Oh my God, Forrest Whitaker has directed a shitload of movies. Oh, I, oh my do you want God, to know where he know. started? No. I he mean, played, yes. you ready? You do want to know. Yes. He was the gooch in Different Strokes. He Are you put, kidding swear me? Swear to God. He was like the bully and they called him the gooch. And he was, he was bullying, I think, Arnold. Or he might have been bullying Willis. Oh my God, he's yeah. great. So Forrest Whitaker started on yet another actor. We had Richard Dreyfuss on Gidget. We had Forrest Whitaker, an actor slash director... Um, I can't believe I can't remember the movies he's directed because he is yeah. so talented. So yes, he started as the Gooch you on know, different Todd, shows. Speaking of that show, Todd Bridges was in my little short film. Did you know that? 
Oh, yeah, I think you yeah. told me. Was it's he called, nice? Uh, yeah, he was great to work with. Except I'm a New York Giants fan, and he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Oh, we won't hold that against And it was him. during the playoffs, so, so that was a little uncomfortable. Who ended up winning? Uh, I think the Eagles won. Ooh. But, um, yeah, he was great to work with. It was my little short film called um, Do Me a Solid, and uh, you can Google it and find it out on the Internet. But, so uh, let's all do Greg a Solid and go look it yes. up and give it some views. Do Me a Solid and watch Do Me a Solid. But, yeah, Todd Bridges was in that. So um, That whole cast story is kind of sad though with Dana Plato I know we won't go on that tangent because at this point it's just like so so let's rush through a few more of these years sure so because I think it's amazing the competition that I don't know maybe I'm wrong you just don't see anymore Mm -hmm. Schindler's List The Fugitive In the Name of the Father The Piano all nominated in 1993 and The Remains of the Day four right but I don't even barely remember that but those four movies were Incredible movies, but I do agree with the That's Schindler's a great List winning. Yes, oh, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely but right. The a piano, great year. the piano. I, just, I saw that, but oh, Anna Paquin won for that. When, when she got the Anna Paquin won for that. She was 11 years old, a little girl. It was amazing. I don't remember it too much. But Schindler's but, List was was incredible. Yeah, I can't watch that movie again. It's too depressing. All right, All right. Forrest Gump. <gasps> Oh no! That what else be... that year? Nineteen ninety-four. Oh, no. Pulp Fiction didn't win, and Shawshank. And Shawshank. Okay, that's a tough year. That's it. You know what? Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, or Shawshank. Either one of them, and I'm okay. I agree with you. Quiz Show is a good movie, but I wouldn't put it up there as the best picture. It was cool. It was cool, but, but best no. picture? No, no. I agree with you because Shawshank. Oh. Come on, Andy. How can you not? I mean. I can watch that over and over. And oh. Pulp Fiction, I think I just watched a couple of months ago. Who can... I mean, Forrest Gump, I did see a few months ago, but I'm actually surprised Pulp Fiction didn't win or Shawshank. I don't... You know what? I Honestly, Pulp Fiction is pretty much my Desert Island movie. Okay. Right. Now, I, it's hard to pick one movie that's your favorite, but if I could only watch one movie Forever. over and over and over, it would be Pulp Fiction. It is pure genius, right? I think you said that a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. ago. Yeah, I love it. But um, I don't think people really fully understood it when it came out. I think it took a few years for people to really connect to the comedy of it. Correct. You know, I remember when I was laughing watching it with people and they were looking at me like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, that's hilarious. The movie, I mean, I just saw it, like I said, I mean, I think you're right. People didn't connect it, but now people realize it for the... The brilliance it was, because yeah. Quentin Tarantino, what, has he made any sucky movies? I don't think this guy's ever had a sucky movie. I wasn't a huge fan of um, of the uh, Bastards one. What is that? Oh, the Glorious Unglo- Bastards? It was good. It was good. But, uh, How about Reservoir Dogs? Reservoir Dogs. Are you kidding me? Or Kill Bill? Come on. I love Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. I think they're going to do a 3. I think he's been talking to Uma, because yeah. they patched up. Kill Bill... And, but his music, like we, I think we talked about it, his music, everything he does. For he, me, he really just transcends. And this guy is, there's something about him. But he, what hits amazing is he picks, like, you know, feel of old classic, like the Chinese kung, or the kung fu movies, yeah. the old westerns and the 70s, like TV shows. And he, he just, like, picks pieces of all the best stuff through history and puts it into one movie and somehow makes it brilliant. And he makes you want to be there. Like once we mentioned this before, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I really thought I was transported into LA 1969. And even though I was born in 69 on the East Coast, completely different. I don't know what 1969 was like. But watching that movie, 
movie and all the wackiness and just how he makes it so beautifully real. Yeah. I'm like, God, I wish I was a flower child in those days. <laughs> of course, not with the Manson family. But the point is, he really makes you kind of like... The nostalgia. He really is a master of painting such a beautiful picture. You are a master, Quentin Tarantino. I wouldn't romance too much about the 60s and 70s. I I mean, I was was cognizant in the late 60s. I was like, you know, so I was like five years old in 1970. So I remember, and I remember into the early 70s, it was just, it was very, people used to scare me. There was drugs and everyone was high and the hippies, it just like... I always felt like people were capable of anything. And like the crime rate was through the roof in the 70s. It was, see, I See, I remember it as a very scary time. I know I'm going on a tangent, but for me, because I was young in the 70s, and I'm thinking like 1976, 77, I'm not paying attention. I'm seven, eight years old. I remember the fashion and just being this innocent kid, being able to ride your bike, being able to go outside. But I didn't feel the danger. I, I mean, I grew up in a suburban little town outside of Manhattan, but it was very suburban, and I felt safe and secure. So I don't know. For me, the 70s, because I was a child, I don't remember hearing about the drugs and all that, and that's yeah, why I, I remember think for me- people being very like. What, what's the word where where somebody is just like capable of anything? Like at Not that nefarious. moment, no, 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 no. Like just this unstable oh. energy of like people oh. could just like like on a dime. Just- yeah, it was just weird. I didn't like it. Hey, we really gone off. But on anyway. Tangent. Um, so you talk about the 70s and, and Pacino and great actors. What oh. about Dog Day Afternoon? John Cazale again, right? Again with John Cazale. Yeah. Yes. Dog Day Afternoon is the bank heist, right? Yeah. And he oh goes in. And then you find out it's to get the money yes, for the sex change for the operation. sex change. Now, I'm going to say this, people. You, you, can, you can say I'm crazy. I think John Cazale acted circles around Pacino. Yeah, so what do you think it came down to with John Was Cazell ever up for an acting award? Best Supporting Actor? He had to have been in some point. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I mean, this man That's was in every great movie, people. He dated Meryl Streep. He got cancer and died at a very young age. Look up John Cazale. C-A-Z-A-L-E. Yeah. He was in, like we said, Dog Day Afternoon, um, The Godfathers 1 and 2. Deer Hunter. And I want to say there's something else, but... Yeah, there was something else. He was an amazing... But you know what it was? And I hate to say it. Aesthetics. Pacino is... Was a real cute guy. Cazal is not... Yeah, but Cazal was so natural. I like... And and don't get me wrong. Pacino, I love you. I I mean, top three, four, five favorite actors. Uh, Gary Oldman's my favorite actor of all time. But Pacino's up there. Um, so nothing about him, but in that movie, I just I don't know. He he. It seemed like I could see the character being put okay. on, and Kazal was just in it. He was just there. He was just heartbroken and afraid, and just in love and embarrassed. He was brilliant. Oh, Dog my. Day Afternoon. If you haven't seen it, people, Ugh. that's another great. I mean, they were. You're right. Like I mean, are we are we getting so nostalgic that we just think everything today is. Crazy? No, no, I don't think... There's been some great movies lately. Maybe Um, we should talk about some current ones. Yeah, I know. Let's move up. But but the thing is... We could go on about the 90s. We should do decades at this point. We we could. Like, I mean, so if we bumped up, I mean... I like this. Look at if we bump up. Oh, Gladiator. Sorry, that was 2000s. I loved Gladiator. I own Gladiator. (laughs) It's one of my favorite movies. You're talking about CG. I know, but it was a good story. (laughs) Come on. No, it was good. It was good. I mean, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Never Saw, Chocolat, Erin Brockovich. Okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah. And Traffic. Eh, I 
didn't love traffic. So what year are you in? That was 2000, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. But we can go up further. You pick yeah, whatever I thought you... Chocolate or whatever, I thought it was fantastic. She was um, the one from Amelie, wasn't that her? That is. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. But is it is that Julia Binoche? Because oh, Amelie is. But that was a great movie where her and her daughter come and, and Johnny open Depp. It. Yeah, well, Johnny Depp really He's had a, a small part, role. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but he was great. He played the gypsy, you know, the river yeah, gypsies. They fall in love and stuff. Yeah, but it, I mean, I thought that was a great. Did movie. you ever see like Water for Chocolate, the Spanish movie, the Mexican no. movie? No. Oh my God, watch that! Like it's about. Watch it. I just saw it on Netflix last night. Like, Water for Chocolate. All right, go on. Pick a year. Pick well, a year. Well, you know what? Let's go right to the next year, 2001, A Beautiful Mind. Oh, my God. I love... When that came out... And Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, was I the love. same year. And so was... All right, so... Okay. How did you feel about In the Bedroom being nominated? That's in one with Sissy Spacek. Because that's nominated. That's in that You know what? Too. I have to admit, I don't think I ever saw that okay, one. Okay, that's Marissa Tomei that got... I don't know if she was up for... An, well, you know Marissa Tomei's story. She won an Academy Award for My Cousin Vinny, but whatever. Let's not get on that. Her biological clock. clock is ticking <laughs> just like this. Everybody compares me to her because everybody says I look like her, and I kind of do. The thing is, did do you... So you never saw In the Bedroom? No. It was good, but do I think it should have been nominated for Academy Award? Their performances was great. Sissy Spacek, Tom Wilkinson, and Marissa Tomei. Love but, Tom Wilkinson. All right, I mean, he's brilliant in anything. Yeah. But, okay, Beautiful Mind, Beautiful. and But A Beautiful Mulan, Mind, that was just done so fantastic. I love it. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge was great. That's one of my favorite but movies But I'm, I'm going to agree with this. 2001, I think A Beautiful Mind takes it. I mean, I'd give it to it. Um. Oh, 2002, look what won. Not, I'm not, a, I don't agree. Chicago won. I know, no. and I love that movie. Do I think it should have won over Gangs of New York? Gangs of New York was fantastic. I know, I, that's and what the, I'm saying. I don't think it should have won over Gangs of New York. And the pianist was amazing. So What I, happens in the pianist? Why do I remember that? Oh my God, where they bring the piano to... Oh, oh is that with Adrian Brody? The only Oscar yeah, yeah, he yeah, ever yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. His career since oh then has God. never gone anywhere. Fantastic. That guy was like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about all the actors that have won Academy Awards and they got with the kiss of death. You mm-hmm. realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not, it was the kiss of death for some of them. For some, but not all of them. Some not of them all. One, like Meryl Streep would argue. <laughs> yeah, she's won how many? I don't know. That's exactly it. Okay, so are we going to go into 2003 or are we going to, what are we going to do? Because yeah, I mean, I, I think what's interesting, yeah, I mean, let's go through them a little quicker, right? So 2003, Lord of the Rings won it. Now, I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Me too, but. But I thought Mystic, Mystic River. Mystic River was fantastic. That's how I feel. And you know what? Lost in Translation. That low was budget. It was fa- Bill Murray and um, what's her name? I love her. Scarlett um, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Low budget. Just the the poignant connection between these two I agree. S- different people. I think Bill Murray's best work ever. Oh, I love him. He, that was his best work. He was so vulnerable. You know he doesn't have an agent, right? Do you know yeah, how people get him? They just he look even for have him. A phone. That's it. And he shows up at people's weddings and shit. He's this guy that just shows up and they say, like, if you can get a hold of Bill, yeah. he'll listen to you. But he's just like... And he just... owns a sports team. He owns like a basketball team. Does he? Yeah. He's like extremely rich. He owns, I think, part of the Lakers or something. Yeah. If it's not the Lakers, it's one of the other ones. But he owns I have no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a basketball fanatic, but he doesn't give an f about. He don't need anybody. to. He don't need to. Uh, for me, Mystic Rigger, River, River, River that was, was great. 
I just saw that again two months ago. Ugh, such great. a good one too with the chaos that it had. And that was, you know, um, that was. I'm not a fan Clint, of Seabiscuit. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. But the next year, Clint Eastwood's back again with Million Dollar Baby. Loved it. Loved it. I don't know if it should have beat what it but was against. But I love her. I think she. Hillary Swank is. Oh God. Even her career too. She's I know. another one. I know. She won for Boys Don't Cry. Oh, that was amazing. And I have a question. Hillary Swank is good in everything. Let's I, be honest. Look, the biggest question in that movie was, how did you hide those beautiful boobies? That's what's the biggest question. Of course, that would be Greg's question. <laughs> well, how did they make her look like a boy? I mean, she's well, got she's a body. Well, she's very slender. She's can very. She's not endowed, Hillary Swank. Well, all I know is Hillary Swank is very talented, but how come her career, she won that Academy Award, did Million Dollar Baby, and you're like, Hillary Swank, where are you? But unless it's a choice, she may choose roles that just, maybe she also has taken some time away, because you know what, we don't know their personal lives. But it was up against The Aviator. And Sideways. What about Ray and Sideways? Ray was brilliant. And he won an Oscar for that, didn't he? Well... I think he finally won an Oscar. I think he. For Ray. I think you're right. Yeah, he because was amazing. He wasn't even nominated. I can never say the one that Quentin did, Unchained. Is it Django oh, Unchained? Oh, Django Unchained. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't nominated. I don't really think that was. His I mean, finest. he was great, but no. I mean, in in Ray, he was incredible. Now, Sideways. Did you see Sideways? I liked that movie. Oh my a lot. god, it was Paul Giamatti, right? Anything Paul Giamatti does, I love He's... Paul Giamatti. I mean, he's that guy that came out of nowhere. You know what his breakout movie was? Howard Stern's movie. You told me. Yes, yes, and he played. Did he play? Well, the Howard Stern used to call this producer at WNBC pig vomit. That was his nickname. So everybody that knew Howard Stern always thought of the guy as pig vomit. So he played pig vomit. But he would—he looked like his head was going to explode in that movie. He was like, "I'm going to kill you." It's his Italian rage. That's oh. why, with a name like Paul—is it Giamatti or Giamatta? I Giamatti with he's an the, eye. Yeah, you know yeah. what? He's got rage because he's Italian. Of course, all of us. But Italians in sideways, have it. him and the and the other guy who I can never remember his name. Forgive me. I, I love don't him. remember who's I in it. I love him. Of course, you oh, can't remember. Hang this on is what one we go second. Through. You hang know on, what? I'm going to click on this every week that no, he can no, no, never no. remember who he's going to go to, and here we go. I know. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, I like him. He's great in Do you know where he's from? Do you know a TV show? No. (gasps) He's from a show called Wings. Oh, I remember that. And he played the dopey mechanic. Was that him? Yeah, you fool. Oh, my God. Thomas Hayden Church. I liked Wings, but I only saw it in the reruns. That show was a good show. I love Sideways, though, with him and Paul Giamatti. So I don't know if I believe that... Uh, that movie should have won that year, and that's 2004. Yes, Million Dollar Baby's great, but I did like The Aviator, but that's just me. The Aviator was good. Aviator was good. I mean, that was just me. DiCaprio, brilliant. Who took him how many years to finally win his Academy Award? Do we think he's going to win this weekend coming? You don't think he's going to win, right? Let's make a prediction. Do we want to make predictions? Sure. (gasps) Let's do that. Ford versus Ferrari, Mm -hmm. The Irishman. Um, Can I be honest about Ford versus Ferrari? What? Can I be honest about Ford versus Ferrari? You didn't like it? I oh saw an hour and a half and shut it off. <gasps> it was great. Mm, snooze fest for me. Oh, my God. Nothing against the actors, once again. But the truth of the reality, that was a real story that Ford mm. decided they were going to beat Ferrari, mm. and they actually did it in like two years. That's mm. crazy. Mm. All right, Jojo Rabbit, did you see that? 
I've seen it three times. I loved it. That movie is amazing. Uh, and the guy who played Hitler in this Tiki, kid, he's the director. He, oh, was that the director? Yeah, Tiki, I can never say. You know he also did the, the, the one behind the shadows, the vampire movie? Oh, Have you ever it. seen that movie, what we do behind the shadows? So Tiki, whatever, is um, a Kiwi from New Zealand. And he does this great movie. Did you ever see The Flight of the Concords? Oh, yeah. Jermaine from Flight of oh, the Concords? Yeah, yeah, yeah. South he's African. A, no, New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. Kiwis, you're right, you're right. Excuse so, me. So, Jermaine is in this movie, What We Do in the Shadows, is about these vampires. It's hysterical. Oh, so I it's have a to dark see comedy. it. I love those guys. Yes. So, Tiki, if I'm not incorrect, is the director, writer of the, What We Do in the Shadows. He did Jojo Rabbit. He's the director. So, oh. Hitler, who plays Hitler. Anybody who has seen Jojo Rabbit who hasn't, do not be offended. It's not what you think. A lot of people think, oh, is it very offensive to Jewish people? It is not. No, it's it not. actually is a beautiful it's Scarlett a beautiful Johansson's story. performance. Scarlett Johansson. And the girl, the little girl who, oh, oh my God, the young girl. It's not a little girl, it's a young girl. But she's still little to us because we're old. But uh, Hitler was the figment of this kid's imagination, his, his uh, pretend friend. And his he best was friend. Brilliant. Oh my God. So then we have the Joker. That's um, going to win. That will probably win. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, which was oh, interesting. so good. Marriage Story, Little Women, and uh, Little Woman, sorry, and 1917. And I haven't seen 1917. I haven't seen, is it Little Women or Little Woman? Little. Women. Women. Okay, that's Plural. Greta Ger- Gerwig. Right. Yeah. I have not seen that one or 1917. For me, I love The Joker, I love Once Upon a Time, and I love Jojo Rabbit. The Did you fourth... see Parasite? Yes. That was great, Do you think but they're not gonna... best. No, no. Mm-hmm. They may give it for politics because it's what a I was foreign thinking. movie. We're or... talk because also it's been very whitewashed again. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. one female director nominated, and Greta Gerwig, didn't she direct Little Women? Uh, you might be right. I don't know. And so let's go on. So I'm going to say the Academy is going to go with, you ready? The Joker. I agree. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I the Joker's going to take... I mean, I'd love to do, you know, a bed and conflict here, but I agree with you. So I think the Joker's going to take I've it. I've seen that movie three times. But um, The Irishman's not going to take it, and I don't know why. It didn't connect with a broad audience. I, I loved, loved it. it. I there's, But it's it's a niche at this point, that kind you of You and my mother were the ones that convinced me to watch it, because I went to a screening or something else and I had a director and another actor tell me how bad Irishman the Irishman was yeah people some they just didn't get it and then you were like it's so good and my mom's like did you see the Irishman I'm like no not yet and I agree with both of you it was a beautiful movie and it's not what you expect but Joe Pesci well, you want to talk about CG. That was like the first time they did the clear, the younging of, oh, how do you say, yeah, not- euthanizing. That's not the right word. Oh my God. <laughs> euthanizing. I like that though. I know, it almost fits. Where they made them look younger with, with the computer. So there was worked. no makeup. It worked. It, it worked, but Listen. it was a little strange. All right, perhaps, <laughs> but the, I'm just going to say this. I did like it. You know what? Some people are making it a miniseries and watching an hour at a time. I watched it the three and a half hours and loved it. But I think that if someone hasn't liked it, maybe they should revisit it and come with a different mindset. But go on. What's so, the next? so we can say that Pesci, De Niro, and Pacino, um, Pacino were all euthanized in that movie? <laughs> As long as they're not in real life. Okay, let's move on to the next category. Because I, I know well, it's... I, I mean, look, when you go back... The, the point that I made in the beginning, I, I come full circle to. Because even the last 10 years or so... 
there's just not like three or four or five great movies that you could say, you know what, any one of those wins and I'm okay. I agree. It's been like... Some some years it's been one okay movie and there's nothing Which to compete pretty, with it. Well, let's not forget about the debacle a few years ago of Moonlight and La La oh, Land. Do you remember that? Oh, that was sinful. That was horrible. So it was the people that gave the the envelope to yeah. Faye Dunaway. They gave and, the wrong one. And does everybody remember? Warren Beatty was standing there and he looked at her to be like, this isn't the right envelope. And Faye Dunaway just saw La La Land because it was Emma. She won it. Emma Watts. Now, what's her name? No, Emma... Stone, that that was the they were envelopes. They get handed the wrong envelope, right, right, right. and she saw La La Land, and she said, "In the winner for Best Picture is La La Land." I mean, we could talk about the debacle of that. That, that was, was embarrassing. Crazy. I, know. I think I those people got everybody. They got I think they got fired. Those people from Price Waterhouse, because that's who holds it. Well, you kind of should. I mean, how can you? You had one job. Wait a second. You had one job. Stop <laughs> twittering. They were doing Instagram pictures and shit. All right, I want to talk about one year that really drove me nuts okay. recently, 2010. Okay. Remind me what was in 2010. I'm a huge fan of Leo DiCaprio, right? Okay. One of his best movies was Inception. If I you, don't understand that movie. Am well, I that's wrong? kind of the reason. Like a lot of okay. people, it was so complex where you were, so the, the, you know, basically the plot is they go into someone's brain and they, they you know, change it? Well, they give them an idea. To do what they want them to do, ah. so it's like the inception of this idea, and so they're they're electronically going into their brain, but it was layers. So like when the person, everything slows down too. You know how your dream can feel like ten days, but it's only been five minutes in reality. So that's ah. built into the movie. So everything's so much slow, and they're like four layers into this. I might guy's, need to watch it. Again. Oh, it was amazing. It's back on. It should it's be. back on. It's on Netflix. And it lost to the King's Speech. All right. I'm going to be honest. Come let's, on. Wait. Let's the tell King's our viewers. Speech. I agree with you. Look at the King. Look what 2010 was up with. Do you see how many movies were up? Black Swan was amazing. I agree. So we have, listen. That's true. King's Speech, 127 hours. Black Swan, The Fighter. I don't even remember that movie. Oh, The Fighter was fantastic. That was Inception. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and, um, and, uh, and Chris... Um, Oh my but God. Once again, he never remembers. The Kids Are All Right, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, and Winter's Bone. True Grit was good. Okay. I'm not much of a Western fan. For that was me, good. I did love Black Swan. Black, she was amazing. And I think she won I that think year. She, did she win for that or Jackie? Uh, because you know Natalie Portman I loved her in Jackie a lot of people didn't like her performance but I loved her unless unless Winter's Bone did Jennifer Lawrence win for that no Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for Winter's Bone that was a breakout role she was only 17 or 18 boy we've really gone on tangents but Natalie Portman in Black Swan was I mean they they brought me into the world of ballet which I couldn't give a crap about and boy was I in it I mean I bought in I couldn't give a crap I couldn't but they took me on that ride which is great that's a scary one okay so let's just get to our predictions because i think um you know yeah, this is going this we're is, going off let's just we are off on a tangent i think even though we just spoke about movies let's do our final predictions we already said we both agree with best movie the joker oh you wanted to do actors and all oh yeah, I think, okay. do you mind no because no, i think you know this is an honor it's going to be in the next few days so let's do it you know scarlett johansson is up for best actress for the marriage story and best supporting actress for jojo rabbit feeling 
she's going to win for Jojo Rabbit. But yeah. Laura Dern, everybody keeps saying, but I believe, I think Scarlett Johansson should win for Jojo Rabbit. I'm very impressed. I have such a thing for Laura Dern. I don't oh, care do? what. Oh, my God. I have Tell such me. a crush on Laura Dern. Really? I don't <laughs> oh, get it. Oh, my God. She's so beautiful. I, there's something about her. You know, I mean, I don't know what it is about her, but I think she's one of the sexiest women to ever grace the screen. I swear Well, to God. she is Hollywood royalty. So we've got, um, but I don't think I don't think I have to say I don't think it was an award-winning. No, I agree. In in the marriage story, she was great, but she's always great. But I don't think so. Okay, so do you can you see this best actor? Tell me who the choices are. Well, it looks like Jonathan Price. I haven't seen the the movie The Popes. The two popes, I haven't seen it. Adam Driver, who I love, uh, another a fellow veteran. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he wasn't in that long. He was in the Marines, and then he got out due to an inter- injury, injury, but still, he served. And he does some great work, man. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He's going to win. Leonardo DiCaprio and Antonio Banderas. Who everybody's Pain saying is, have you seen Pain and Glory? I have not seen Pain and Glory. What is it about? Uh, I really don't know. Oh, my friend said it's about the director's life or something, his his tumultuous life. I don't know. All right, I'm going to you know, pick Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. I think he just transcended into another creature in that movie. I mean, it, that was just mind-blowing just to watch him. Just, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean... I mean, Heath, Heath Ledger blew that role out of the water. Different performance and so, different movie. Right, but still, just to even take the role... After that? After what Heath Ledger did to it, and then take it to another level... Is Correct. incredible. Do you know The Dark Knight was never nominated for Best Movie? But... Joaquin wins it. Okay, Joaquin. Now, who's right. the next category? Best Supporting Actor? Yeah. yeah you can hold it. I'm Anthony gonna... Hopkins, mm-hmm. uh, The Two Popes. It, he was great, but... I didn't see The Two Popes. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. I mean, it, it was good. And, and he was he's always brilliant. He's real. He's always authentic. But him. was it, like, you know, stretching? And it wasn't Hannibal Lecter. No, no. Brad Pitt... And again, he's always brilliant. He's just natural. But was it this incredible role beyond his limits? No. Though Leo DiCaprio for me, if Joaquin was not in the running this year for the best actor, I would give it to Leo DiCaprio because his performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood People, I've said it before, for me, Leo DiCaprio was amazing. I'm sorry, go yeah, on. Yeah, he is one of my favorites. Okay, go on. Uh, best supporting. Of this generation. Um, Joe Pesci, The Irishman. That's for me. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I'm, I'm going, going with, with Joe Tom Pesci. Hanks. Okay, I'm going with Pesci. Tom Hanks. I thought Pesci, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. At the end, especially. I just love Pesci in that movie. And I'm going to cry again because that movie... Did you see... I mean, I grew up with Mr. Rogers. And Tom Hanks just showed a side to him that... I mean, it was just incredible. Did you ever see the documentary that came out last year? About it was him? a beautiful documentary about the Red Fred Rogers. His oh. wife was involved in everything. Oh, no. So I also feel he did a beautiful job. But for me, I loved Joe Pesci. Next. Okay. Best actress. Charlize. Oh. She's fan- You don't even know. Another crush. What would She's I do? My crush too. What would I do? Charlize Theron or Lord Durham? Hmm. Charlize, please. Yeah, I think I'd have to go. Sorry, Laura. Charlize, please. Um, listen, Charlize Theron is also my crush too. I love that woman. Didn't I just mention recently in the other episode? I don't know where she. I watched an L.A. something like one of her first movies. It was yes. like, and she has this scene where she's in this sexy white thing in the bedroom with. Um, 
what's his name? Sex slides and videotape. Uh, James. No, James Spader. Oh, it is. Okay. And it was like she was, um, she, you know, with the legs spread and this thing. That and woman the never looks body. bad. Oh my, yeah, but this was sexy beyond. Oh, anyway, so gorgeous. Charlize Theron's amazing. And she you, did a great job in Bombshell. Loved that movie, and so she that's was what fantastic. She's up for, I know right? for Megyn Kelly because right. you know what? You don't even think it's Charlize Theron, people. You forget See it's Bombshell. Her. her voice, what she's done, you actually okay. think it's Megyn Kelly. Come Which on. is one of the reasons I, I, my favorite actor is Gary Oldman because he mm. disappears into the role, and so does Charlize. You know, he says he forgot his real accent now because he's done so many accents. He's actually oh, said he mean, doesn't know his real accent anymore. He was amazing as Winston Churchill. It was oh my god, that doesn't and you, Dracula. He was he was Bram Stoker's Dracula. But as Winston Churchill, you're like, who is this? This is not Incredible. Gary Oldman. I agree with you. Go on. Um, Charlize. Cynthia Arrivo for Harriet. I didn't see Harriet. That's bad on me. Bad I liked me. Harriet. You know what I didn't like? Um, and some people may get mad at me. They kind of turned her into almost a superhero. I would have really liked where she was connected to God and she's running through the forest and stops and it's almost like God tells like her to turn left. It was this weird... Too spiritual? Like, be real. Show her terrified and afraid. Not this... I think they crossed a weird line. Okay. But it was a great movie. Loved that it. That director wasn't Loved nominated it. either and it's a woman, I think. Yeah. Scarlett yeah. Johansson, Marriage Story. And Brilliant performance, but I still think she's going to invest supporting go on so i'm going to screw up this pronunciation sars ronan saracy saracy ronan um for, for little, little women okay i'm bad because i didn't see little women but for me out of those choices charlize charlize because i think scarlett johansson should win best supporting but let's proceed so best director quentin tarantino once upon a time in hollywood todd phillips the joker Ooh. bong joon ho for parasite no scorsese for the irishman Oof. Sam Mendes for 1917. Sorry, Sam. Neither one of us have seen 1917. But people are saying he's going to win it. Yeah. I'm going to say Todd Phillips. Um, for the Joker? Yeah. You're going to say Quentin? No, because I don't think they're going to give it to Quentin. Has he ever won? That's the question. That's a good question. I don't know. Has wow. No, no. I don't think he's won Best Director. Maybe screenplay. Maybe. Maybe screenplay, but not for... But, I could be wrong. I have no idea, do, actually. It's a good think, question. You think they're going to go Parasite? And not Parasite, the other movie? I think they're going to... Sam Mendes. Um, no, well, I haven't seen 1917, so I'm going to I'm gonna say they're probably going to go with Todd Phillips for The Joker, but I think I would give it to... Um, I don't know. Have, it's not an easy category. This I would have hard. to say Scorsese, and, and he's, so, he's such a... like. It's almost like, no, not him again. But he was brilliant. The Irishman, I thought the directing know, was but fantastic. also Quentin is great, and I do love Joker. So I say the Joker, but for me, it's a hard thing. It's Joker and and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But was it really the, in all due respect, you know, God, we I, love Quentin. I hope I don't, no, I mean the Joker. I, I hope I don't ever bump into these people. <laughs> if I insult somebody, I don't mean to. But was it really the directing that made the Joker so great? I mean, it was amazing directing. But he also wrote it, I think. I thought Todd Phillips actually. Well, then, I know the best writer. But I just don't think... I mean, the directing was great because it gave you that cold, dirty New Ugh, York in the 70s. It was gross. So I love that. But that's kind of a lot of DP work, although we're getting okay. a little... So, I, listen, it was brilliant. All I right, so you're going it. with Scorsese. But you, going okay, with Scorsese. But so, so we... Okay. I know what you're saying. So, but we... I don't know. That's yeah. hard when we... You know what? At the end of the day, we don't know. No one knows. And we'll only know this coming Sunday... 
February 9th when the Academy Awards. Guess what? I don't even have TV. I only have like the streaming channel so I can't even watch it live. But you know what? Half the fun of movies, or not half the fun, a good portion of the fun of movies is this stuff. You know, the, the debate. Did you like it? What'd you think? Oh, what would you have done? You know, Sophie's Choice. Like just debating <gasps> movies. Sophie's and, Choice. Yeah, you remember that? Oh my God. Stop it. I was going to watch it again last week. I was yeah. on a Meryl Streep thing because I wanted to see the movie Heartburn. I've never seen Heartburn. It's based on Nora Ephron's story. She wrote it. She was married to a, um, a famous writer. And Jack Nicholson and, and Meryl Streep are the couple. And I always heard about this movie, and it's got one of my favorite mo- songs in it. I know I'm going off on a tangent by Carly Simon, Coming Around Again. Oh, I think I did see that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to watch Sophie's Choice afterwards, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. I can't emotionally But this is what's fun movie. is you talk about it and you debate what would you have done and who was the best actor. And I love it. So the Oscars, that's why the Oscars are so popular. That's why it's so fun. All right. Well, everybody, we hope you uh, enjoyed this little trip down uh, Oscars um, history with us. We enjoyed doing it. We'll see you next time. I'm Greg DiPietro. I'm Rosie DeCandia. And this was Nostalgic Tangents. Come and see us again. Hollywood,